Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast. My name is Paul and today we're going to take a look at London Grammar down at the Motorpoint Arena in Cardiff. So before we get started, we're going to to check out a bit of their history. London Grammar are an English indie pop band formed in Nottingham in 2009. The band consists of Hannah Reid, Dan Rothman and Dominic Dot Major. Their debut extended play, Metal and Dust, was released in February 2013 by Metal and Dust Recordings. Whilst their debut album, If You Wait, was released in September 2013, the album reached number 2 in the UK album charts and was certified double platinum by the British phonographic industry. The band's second studio album, Truth Is A Beautiful Thing, was released in June 2017, peaking at number one in the UK album chart. The latest album, California Soil, was released 16th of April 2021 and became their second consecutive number one album in the UK. So they've got a string of awards and um, and some nominations. So in 2013, they were nominated for Best Visual Effects in a Video. They won Best Alternative Video in UK. They got nominated for Best Cinematography in a Video, nominated for Best Music Ad on TV or online, nominated for Best Video Artist, nominated for British Breakthrough Act, nominated for Best New Act. They won Best Song Musically and Lyrically for the song Strong. They got nominated for Independent Track of the Year, Independent Album of the Year and Best Live Act they got nominated for. They won Independent Breakthrough Act of the Year in 2014 and also they won on the same year Most Played New Independent Act. They got nominated for the Best House and Garage Deep House Track uh, for the remix of Hey Now by Sasha. In 2017 they were nominated for the Best Live Session for Rooting For You. In 2018 uh, Brit Awards they were nominated for Best British Group. So that's a little bit of uh, info on London Grammar. Let's see what's going on down in Motorpoint Arena. We'll be back after this. This podcast contains themes that are unsuitable for younger listeners and parental guidance is advised. It's been 30 years since it came. What was that? Yeah, I'm episodes every friday the links are in the description i'm down at the motor point arena and um i'm not outside i've just come straight in because it's a bit chilly this this uh fine fine morning and um, london grammar is a four truck show with three tour buses and they've even got a small uh, rental uh, looting van which is only a 1.1 ton vehicle so for a few odds and sods i would guess so I got up to where I need to be and the show is near enough rigged and it's not and it's not even one o'clock in the afternoon yet so they've got they've done really well they've done really well now their setup is standard well I say standard no it's simple simple but effective so what they got at the back of the stage is they've built a proscenium arch a process arch so your traditional uh, stage from back in the day where you got the archway and there you go and then the action goes on behind the archway as though it's a TV screen but that's right at the back of the stage and what's in the proscenium arch I hear you say well it's not the band 
it's their LED screen so they've decided to dress it up in a nice way and you know it's a good way to do it I suppose it's the style that they oh it's the style of the show that I guess they're after and yeah why not I mean it's got a nice artistic feel to it I do like a good old proscenia march you know I'm that old school <laughs> from being a theatre boy myself so they got the they got the uh, sound system up in the air. Well, most of it. Uh, stage left is it in the air. Stage right, they're currently building, and the line array is um, pretty big. The line arrays are 15 uh, units high, and they've got a little they got a little side stack going 45 degrees out, as well as uh, they've flown a sub, a ginormous sub as well, and there are also a handful of smaller subs in front of the stage. Their stage, I have to say, is a bit shallow compared to other stages, so it doesn't come out from the recess as much. Suppose that's so they could get more people in, you know, because uh, it's a standing gig. Well, it's partially standing. Either side of the arena, they've folded away one uh, set of uh, tiered seating, so you've got more fun zone, more dance floor, but they've kept one set each side of the arena. Um, out and you have uh, along the uh, back of the arena wall uh, all the seat all the tiered seat in there so there's a nice amount of actual seated area as well as uh, a generous amount of uh, floor space as well so I think it's gonna be good I think it's really gonna be a good night the mojo's get just getting put in and the stage well what can I say about the stage it's on its own um, it They've uh, raised all the uh, band onto another platform above the stage, so they've got extra height. And uh, I think they're just going to stay static because it's quite a thin run of stage. You know, you got the drama, you got the keys, you got the other, you've got the guitars, and they're just going to stay static on this extended platform on the stage. Simple. Smooth, simple and smooth operation. They're not going to go walking around the stage. I don't need to. I suppose with that set up, I can't see them doing anything big and uh, elaborate. They just want to. Uh, they just want to be in position and play their songs and play out and have the crowd enjoy their music. It works, I guess. On the floor of the raised platform, you've got a lot of um, LED strobes, which I believe can be any colour and you've also got more of those LED strobes at the back of the uh, standard section of stage uh, in between the floor of the stage and the uh, bottom of the screen and you've got a lot of LED uh, battens uh, either side of the stage floor standing but in the uh, vertical position rather than horizontal and then you've got a bit of um, you've got a few lighting bars up above so they've got a bit of backlight and that's about it so a nice simple setup, nothing too elaborate, and yeah, it's going to look very nice. Oh, also, what I'm seeing right now is um, the plat the raised platform that they've got. There's LEDs on the top and on the bottom of it as well, so uh, you've got a nice little uh, air gap, and it's going to have a real nice effect. Currently, the uh, Picker's still on the uh, dance floor, and so is the forklift. Still sending a few bits up onto the stage. The picker's still there, waiting for them to winch up the uh, stage right sound stack. So the uh, line array, the 45 degree out line array, and also the uh, flown sub. Still a little bit to go, but they look well ahead of schedule, and it's going well. The mojo's being assembled, 
and the mixer is um, partially mojoed and partially uh, skinned with uh, with uh, the bike rack barriers. It's a nice small compact uh, control point as well today. A few moments later. So there's a slight amendment that I needed to say about uh, the lighting bars. There is actually no front of house lighting bars. They're not doing any they're not doing any front lighting onto the stage. It's all going to be backlit and sidelit. And how do they get seen? You may you may ask. Well, now here's the clever bit. They've got some robo spots, and they'll be lighting the whole band with the robo spots from uh, afar. So yes. The first time I've seen something like this in this arena, and um, and those side lights, they're pretty powerful LEDs, and they and with them on, and with them on right now, you can see everyone totally lit up on that stage. So it's a bold move, and I'm glad to see this bold move uh, working. A few moments later. So supporting London Grammar is a artist, a solo artist called Eloise. No second name, just Eloise. Which is okay, I suppose, because uh, you've had lots of great solo singers just having the one name like Louise. He then became known as Louise Redknapp when she got married to the footballer Jamie Redknapp. Anyways, I digress. So her debut year was in 2018 so a pretty fresh uh, singer songwriter and she's only had uh, one album right so Eloise is an English alternative R&B singer with one EP out according to this Eloise has had her one and only album so far and that is called Somewhere In Between that has not long been released which was dated on uh, June the 18th of 2021 and the first three singles have been produced by the singer-songwriter Bruno Major. These are Hungover, Intertwined and Who's She? So that's not much I know about her. And I'm sure you can find her on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Like all good modern personalities and uh, musicians except, and celebrities etc etc. So... The proof will be in the pudding when I hear her because I've not heard any of her songs and to be honest I do like checking out a new uh, singer, new songwriter, new band etc etc to see uh, what they're all about because by that point I can just uh, decide for myself if I like their work or if I like their work or not and since I don't listen to much radio these days because I'm always working or I don't get to watch much television either and especially not mo uh, and especially not music channels because I'm always doing something and always busy and whatnot but yes I'm pretty interested in seeing how this is going to play out I look forward to listening to Eloise play we'll be back after this warning this podcast contains strong offensive and misogynistic language that some listeners may find offensive the name's Vert Percival Reginald Vert and I run the PVAT Detective Agency. The year is 2055 and the police have been defunded. So if you need a police investigation, the cops will charge you a thousand big ones a day. Because of this, the government introduced the PI Act, where the private investigators can undercut the police so justice can become affordable. These are my case files. 
new episodes every Wednesday. The links are in the description. So tonight's support was Eloise and she had a real nice relaxed vibe about her first song. And on her second song it became apparent that she would go well. The relaxed cabaret bar. Yeah, possibly entertaining diners as well as uh, as well as it being refreshing to hear that style of music, I have to say. So um, I know that she's uh, trying to come out and be uh, a big pop star and she has every right in that and she will go well. Uh, she will go far. She will go very far indeed. But this is the kind of style that you'd have at a uh, dining entertainment bar, shall we say. But this is a this is more of a high-end version of it. Listening to the sounds that Eloise was coming up with uh, musically and vocally just melted my stress away. That's such a nice feeling to have, I've got to say. I have to say, her uh, band and herself, musically, they're really talented. Talented players. Drums, flawless, alongside with the uh, bass guitarist, who was amazing, I have to say. Going in and out with those uh, bass riffs were really amazing, I have to say. Really amazing. And then Eloise herself playing her uh, guitar. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. So a nice little three-piece uh, band going on there. Real nice and their sound, the sound mix was crystal clear, absolutely crystal clear, you could hear absolutely everything and no distortion, no accidental uh, feedback, it was a perfect, perfect performance. Now I really do feel that after listening to Eloise live I really want to buy her album, I mean seriously want to buy that album. That album I could play in many different situations, such as uh, back in music at a family get-together. Play that all day. Could play it at a family barbecue. And I could even play it whilst I'm relaxing on a nice beach. Or even uh, in my hammock when I'm camping in the middle of the woods. I could play that. I can play Eloise's music in the most serene of places and be nice and calm. She's got such a nice calming effect. Eloise as a composer is simply amazing. I mean, every song in, was uh, in relation to the previous and yet unique at the same time. Along with her guitar skills, her vocal ability was as strong as they come. You know, for a young and talented singer, you couldn't ask for a better vocalist, to be honest. Uh, I mean, absolutely flawless performance. You know what? I really do hope that there's that we hear a lot more from Eloise in the future. I really think that she's got a lot of longevity within uh, her uh, career as being a pop star. Well, I say pop star, but no, an alternative musician. An alternative musician who has music in the charts which makes her pop music, but not a pop star, if, you, if that makes sense. Eloise also captured the attention of the audience all the way from the get-go, all the way. You know, she had them and uh, she grabbed them, grabbed their attention and they were all focused on her beautiful voice and uh, her amazing uh, relaxing music. Eloise is definitely an artist that you should not miss. I mean seriously, if you haven't heard of her, there's going to be some links in the uh, description for you to uh, get to see her music video on YouTube or even onto her own website as well. So check those out in the description below. We'll be back after this. If you're a band member or an artist, dancer, singer, actor, street performer and you're listening to this and you'd like to talk to us on our show about your uh, latest gig 
or your album release on uh, digital media or even uh, want to talk to us about a student show how about dropping us an email on musterxmedia1983 at gmail.com and we'll get you on our show London Grammar when they started there was a uh, vocal intro from Hannah Reid which was a spiel about loneliness and and once the band were in a position to walk onto the stage when it was the right time the stage was black and then they appeared in silhouette now there's a lot of silhouette in this search uh, in this live show I mean lots of it there is no real face in that light none just a follow spot to pick out the features and they've done what I call the uh, lamez effect so you don't see the uh, glow of the follow spot around him but it's there, it's just so you can pick out the features of the face. So it's done really low, really low intensity on the follow spot and it works. <laughs> it bloody works because you could he- you could barely notice that the follow spot actually existed. Even though it was a robo follow spot, so done by remote and not an old school uh, manually operated one. But anyways, I digress. Hannah Reed stopped the song, the first song in the middle, claiming that She'd forgot the words because she's been out of practice because of the lockdowns and whatnot. Now, I'm not sure if that was for real or if it was to make a point. I would actually think it was more to make a point because of the loneliness, you know, the general theme, the loneliness, the isolation. And that's what most of their songs are about, isolation and being on their own. You could tell this by all the uh, visuals on the stage, such as uh, all the visualizations. There were all of the things being in the distance, for example. There was uh, one where it was a picture of looking out at the moon from a hole. From a hole. On top of that, you had lots of different types of silhouettes within the visualizations as well. And just images of being in the distance. Everything, distance, socially distance, everything distant, everything completely out of reach. And on top of the visualizations, the light in design said it all. No face light, just side light and silhouette, side light and silhouette, side light and silhouette. And then you also had that little independent pools of light depending on what was going on. So when she did the solo bits of the show on the keyboard, she was on her her own. That was it. Just her on the stage, pool of light over the keyboard, done. That was it. I mean, the reoccurring theme of isolation and being on your own. It was pretty strong and intense, to be honest. Vocally, Hannah Reed is very strong. I mean, vocals, perfect, spot on. She's got a very unique voice as well. And uh, her voice, it acts as though it's a completely independent instrument from the rest of the band as well. You can't replicate it. Songs by Hannah Reed can only be sung by Hannah Reed because um, they because of the way how she uh, makes the sound, the way how she makes the sound from her vo- from her voice, beautiful, unique, completely unique, and yeah, it was a welcome surprise. Because to be honest and to be fair, I haven't heard of personally. I've not heard of anything about London Grammar. I haven't. Not until I looked them up on uh, Wikipedia 
prior to the show and I deliberately didn't listen to their music beforehand because I wanted to hear the music for the first time so I could give a perfect review of the show and to keep it as honest as I possibly could and it was a good show don't get me wrong I mean normally I wouldn't listen to something like this because to me it felt a bit depressing dare I say because of um, the, the theme of the show but I can get I can understand exactly why her fans love her and adore her because it gives them I don't know it gives them the purpose of does it give you a purpose of strength uh, by sharing the isolation and loneliness behind everything it possibly does maybe it's a maybe her music is a giant counseling session maybe maybe there's only one way to find out and that's to listen to her album and if you get a chance if they do have a if they do have one if they've got it buy the tour dvd if you're a fan if and you've not got around to seeing the show because obviously yeah for obvious reasons ticket numbers etc etc but i do highly recommend that you get hold of a recording of the show and watch it if you're a fan now one thing i'm gonna say is um hannah reed her vocals have a calming effect and it's like being calmed down whilst petting a purring cat you know something nice and soothing although i'm more of a dog person so take that as you will and and on that note we'll leave it here until next time guys bye for now